This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Back to work today in Arlington after a day of rest. Keeping a watchful eye out at practice for those who may return. And Tom Galitti from NHL.com will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, January 9th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. After a day off yesterday, the Capitals returning to practice this morning at MedStar Capitals Iceplex at 10.30. And a number of things that we'll be watching for today. First, there'll be a lot of guys that have been on the sidelines for various reasons. We'll be checking to see who returns to the ice and who might be ready to play Thursday against Seattle. For instance, Charlie Lindgren has been out of the lineup since leaving the game on December 29th on Long Island in the first period. But he has been taking shots at practice lately, perhaps He's ready to go. Sonny Milano has been skating in the non-contact blue jersey. Might we see him cleared for contact today? Rasmus Sandin has missed the last two games due to illness. Perhaps he will be back and skating today. And TJ Oshie, back from Minnesota, where he had been seeking treatment for an undisclosed ailment. Maybe we even see number 77. Back out on the ice today. The team will skate today and tomorrow before a morning skate on Thursday. Still time for all those who have been out to make it back before the next game. Today on the show, we chat with Tom Galitti from NHL.com. Tom was in Seattle for the Winter Classic when the Kraken shut out Vegas. We also talk Max Pacioretty and the need for more goals across the board as the second half of the season draws closer. Well, Tom, thanks for joining us here as part of your duties with NHL.com. You had a chance to go to Seattle for the Winter Classic. And I got to believe, as someone who we got through the stadium series here last year, I mean, to me, the outdoor games never get old. What was it like in Seattle at T-Mobile Park? It was a great atmosphere. The park was great. I had never been to the T-Mobile Park. The setup was fantastic. The city did a great job. Just all the little effects, you know, from the guys in the Pikes Market throwing fishes or the flyover. It was was just a great day. And, you know, 47,000 fans and hockey fans in Seattle seeing game you know three years after the team came to existence it's a I thought it was a great day for hockey there and, and showed the kind of the strength of, the, of that new market. You know, and a new market, but as far as sports are concerned, Seattle is just between football and baseball and MLS. I mean, everything they do seems to go so well, and the Kraken seem to have gotten that same kind of responses. As you said, three years in a league and you're hosting a Winter Classic, that doesn't happen just anywhere. Yeah, and you mentioned the, all the sports. There was legends of the sports there. You had Edgar Martinez there. You had Steve Largent there. You had Lenny Wilkins there. It was just like, Seattle sports was on display. I think it was fun. You know, I was beast mode you know it was just a, it was a, it was a fun day to see all that and on the same day you had washington playing in the ncaa playoff game so it's it really like a big sports day in seattle and that the kraken are part of that now you could see being in the city for those three days back here at home the capitals this week this is a little bit more of a pedestrian stretch to compare to three games and four nights for five weeks in a row a little bit of a breather here that this team probably needs given the rigors of the schedule approaching midseason a lot of bumps and bruises nothing overly serious seemingly at this point but having a few days a day off a couple of days of practice this is not the worst thing before the Kraken come to town here on Thursday no it's a good break for them and Kraken are playing really well right now so that's going to be a game they need to be ready for but I think maybe it allows the Capitals to get some practices in to, you know Max Pacioretty to get some practices in he talked about how he really hadn't many practices before he played his first game so it seems like he's been getting the rust off a little bit as he's going along so this will help him maybe 
get back closer to his game and just them to maybe tighten up some of the defensive issues that they had recently that maybe, you know, coaches always say practice time is really you know, valuable as the season goes on and they haven't had it lately, so this will be a good stretch for them. I do want to ask you about Pacioretty and maybe the reasonable expectation for a guy that, yes, has a goal-scoring pedigree better than most who have played in the last 10 years, but a guy who's also 35 coming off not one but two Achilles surgeries and seemingly picked it up from game one to game two against Carolina nearly scored and started getting some shots on net but he can't really be the savior around here and even though this team is starving for goals what do you think a reasonable expectation is for Max as we get into the second half here I think they just really probably need to give him about a month it's like it's like he's going through preseason right now so I think they hope they can give him get him he can by you know by February remember he can start start being a productive player for them then maybe they can work him on into the power play it'll be interesting to see what they do there if you, you know the coach said maybe play him on the left flank but, you know Ovi usually plays there so maybe they have some of the other things in mind for Alex to move him to the point where we've seen a little bit so maybe you know maybe get a, a guy who can score 10-15 goals down the stretch for them that would be very valuable if they we've known how much they've struggled to score so adding that would be a big boost you know, but it's going to take some time I think. You mentioned the defensive struggles they are relatively healthy Rasmus Sandin's been out due to illness and they've interchanged some guys Edmondson had a maintenance day but they at least seem to have the luxury now to work through some of those things and see what works and getting Ethan Bear kind of catching a moving train for him too in, in his first handful of games even though he seems to have fared okay but there are some moving parts in trying to figure out what the defense is going to look like as we get into the second half. Well, I think Ethan Bear gives them that option now where they have some more depth there. You know, Alexiev hasn't been playing much, but, you know, so they have six or seven, guy, seven guys that they can switch around. And if someone is not playing well, he can come out and someone else can come in and they have, they have experience back there. So I think, they're, I think they're still kind of searching for all the best fits as far as the pairings. Uh, I think you know, maybe Carlson and Ferrari has been pretty set, but other than that, I think they're still trying to figure that out. And I think as a team, they need to maybe get their structure back. It hasn't been as good as it was early season, so it's not just the six defensemen that are playing. Before the Carolina game, Spencer Carberry said it on our flagship station in the morning. He said it to the media. He said it to me for our pregame interview, calling this stretch maybe the most critical of the season with the home games they have, the opponents they have, and trying to stay in the race. Obviously, the Carolina game was a big setback. They had a lead. It got away from them, five goals in the third. You've got Seattle coming in on Thursday. You've got this home-and-home the Rangers coming up, and then you've got a big road trip before the All-Star break. This does seem to be exactly what the coach said, where they do have to find ways to win and pull points and do it on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, they're they're still in contact. They're still right there at, at the far as the playoffs race, but you can't fall. You know, it's hard to make those points up as the season goes on. And you talk to coaches around the league over the years, the stretch between Christmas and, and the All-Star break is that first stretch where things start to pick up. And then it gets harder again after that, and then it gets harder again after the All-Star break. So it's not going to get easier. They need to keep they need to find a way to kind of write things here and get and get back to the way they were playing and get some wins going in like you said going into the all-star break i feel like carolina is kind of a poster child for that because when we saw them on december 17th they were having a little bit of trouble and they were not scoring a lot of goals and the capitals ended up winning down there and i thought in their game they even though they, even when they were behind through two periods you could see the speed the dimension that Svechnikov gives them has changed a lot there carolina picked up their socks that looks like one of the best teams in the eastern conference right now yeah i think they're they're playing much better than they were early in the year and 
Coach Hetkoff didn't have to make a lot of big saves against the against the Capitals. We made some, and I just them having his stability in net, they weren't getting as much consistent goaltending. I think that helps everything else, and then they're scoring more. Svechnikov is healthy. He came, he was coming back from the ACL surgery. You, you just don't step back and play well right away. It took him a little while. Actually, I'm surprised he's playing as well as he is right now. He's on fire right now, and that and you saw their way their power play is clicking with him and Aho and Burns, and Aho is playing at another level as well. So they they look like the team people thought they would be going into the season. You know, it's, it's a lesson too because they're a team that expected to win the cup and they had a really good year last year, or at least maybe be in the cup final. And you know, it's hard. You go through the long season. They they need they want to get to the playoffs. They're like where the Capitals used to be. They want to get to the playoffs, but they they got to go through the season first. And I think they went through a little lull, and you're seeing now they put the pedal down a little bit here after after Christmas. Last one for you. This is a Capitals team that has played a ton of division games, and with what 45 games to go here, they only have nine games left against the Metro, and two of them are going to be this weekend when you play the Rangers, and that's certainly going to be difficult. Does it hinder them at all the fact that you've used a lot of those games? You, they did well in those games, but now you don't have that many left you don't have many of these four point games you're gonna be doing a lot of scoreboard watching in the second half even if you are able to pull points and get wins yeah it's weird to kind of how their schedule came together and like you said they they did well in the games they played well against their divisional opponents so they're gonna to have to win outside the division they're gonna to have to win against those Atlantic teams they're gonna to have to win against Tampa and Detroit from the other side because those are the teams they could be competing with or, or even Buffalo for the for or in Ottawa for those wild card spots so yes it's gonna be harder for them to make up ground against teams within the division but they're still gonna be big games and they're gonna to have to wait to find a way to like you said, pull points from other games outside the division. Well, Tom, we appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Always good stuff from Tom Galitti here. Glad to have him back on the show. Keep an eye out for updates from practice today. And again, still a couple of days before the Capitals play next. It's the Capitals in the Seattle Kraken Thursday at 7 Eastern, 645 airtime on 1067 The Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at Caps Radio 247 Have a great Tuesday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.